0: WNRI race fans, are you ready? It's time for those most famous words in motorsports. Please welcome the host of Race Chatter,
1: Wayne Bobber, to give the command. Drivers, stop your engines. America, 6.05, Monday night, 8th consecutive season for the Race Charter Radio Program on smoking 99.9 FM, WNRI.com. What a beautiful day it is in Winsocket. Just a few miles where I came down from Connecticut, about three and a half hours worth of rain, about two, two inches, I won't have to water my garden for two days, but... We come down into Winsocket and lo and behold, at the front door of the studio, we have two guests, brand new entrepreneurs from Blackstone, Massachusetts, with a brand new company. And we're talking about San Diego Sundays. Good evening, Justin and Autumn. How's it going? Hi. How are we doing? Good, good. good. So everybody found a place okay. Yeah. For sure. And you must have shoveled some ice cream today, being as warm as it was down here. Oh, yeah.
2: Definitely, Always. Yeah.
1: See, now that would have made it quiet up in the uh, quiet corner of Connecticut. <laughs> but before we get into the discussion on this brand-new, exciting business along the bike trail, walking trail down in Blackstone, we got to pay a few bills, so don't touch that dial. You're going to learn all about Gifford's Ice Cream. GNR Appliance Repair. With today's fast-paced, high-stress way of life, a broken appliance can be a real problem for the family. When your kids need clean clothes for school and your washer isn't working, what options do you have? Appliance repair is often less expensive than the new purchase, and with today's prices, we are all trying to watch our finances. GR Appliances services all Rhode Island and Southern Mass for refrigerator repair, dishwasher repair, cooktop and stovetop repair, microwave repair freezer repair and so much more g&r appliance services 401-765-2023 convenient hours of monday through friday 8 a.m to 7 p.m g&r appliance repair when your appliance is hurting call george gerton autumn was busy she was writing down that phone number in case one of those freezers got tired on the weekend and she needs an emergency repair but GNR Appliance also has a 90-day parts and labor guarantee on all of their outstanding work. They are licensed and insured. Remember that when you uh, ask somebody to come on your property. And also, in my particular case, I hate to admit it, but a real hefty senior citizen discount. You know there's a lot of repair garages in Northern Rhode Island, tire dealers, oil change specialists, new car dealers. We have a high performance specialist too that sponsors with our show. Been with us since day one and I'm proud to announce that DMB Performance is staying on for another season. Big DMB Performance Automotive Repair at 91 South Main Street, Pasco, Rhode Island, 401-710-9800. If you're coming up from Route 295, take exit 7B onto Route Route 44, then at the lights in Chipachit, bear right onto Route 100. Complete repair and service of domestic, foreign cars, and light trucks. High performance work is their specialty. Already since 2000 in the town of Burrowville. Engine diagnosis, suspension, Rhode Island State inspection, they do a real bang-up job with air conditioning, CV work, all kinds of axle work and fuel injection. All mechanics are ASE certified and auto advanced level specialists and engine performance. They specialize in Ford, high performance, and engine rebuilding. Not just a changer of parts. In rebuilding, they'll get their hands dirty. They've worked on the Task Afford Race Program from 1984 through 1997. Again, local jobs and local taxpayers. Stop by for an appointment or an estimate of any repair or preventative maintenance. Call 401 710-9800 and that's Dawn and Customer Service, one of the best in the business at DMB Performance and Automotive Repair, 91 South Main Street, beautiful Pasco Rhode Island, 401-710-9800. And also tonight, transportation and limousine services provided by CJ Trans of Fairbanks. And as always on all the shows we have here at WNRI, correspondence 24-7 at Wayne, WNRI, Yahoo.com. And one of the things that happens on that is a public service announcement As people put happy birthday wishes in, and we're glad to do it. So on seven thirteen today, a friend of mine, author Martha Reynolds, has her birthday today. She's on book seven, I believe it is, and Billy Kimmel, uh, one of the oldest racers in the country, still operating down south uh, with a late model type of car. And on July 14th, Bobby Ryan celebrates a birthday, uh, driver from Seekonk, Ryan Vanoss, and Scott Fanning from Mapleville, Rhode Island, with that number 11 team with his son. Okay, we have right here in the building two brand-new entrepreneurs working a brand-new business over on 200 Main Street Blackstone. Uh, very, very good reviews by the word of mouth from everybody I have been talking to and everybody that wanted to try your customer service now. there. And it's conveniently located. You can walk to it. You can bicycle to it. You can jog to it. Because it's right on that new trail down there. Uh, what, what was the reason behind this? Autumn, was this the very first business you tried? Um, so
2: basically, so really it kind of just kind of came like a whimsical idea. There was a Facebook post that somebody posted about leasing out, you know, a portion of a building that used to be run as an ice cream shop. And I brought it up to him. And at first, like, you know, it was a little wishy-washy but then we kind of just decided to go for it, not knowing that we were about to go for it in the middle of a pandemic, but it honestly worked out really well for sure.
1: And I noticed all the signs uh, by our good friend of ours, Desiree with three E's, at American Beauty Sign Works, mm-hmm. I know Oscar will take all the credit. But <laughs> I know <Desiree laughs> he's a good guy. He's yeah, been great, great to work yeah. with. Kurt does his work. out would add absolutely.
2: And he's
1: a great guy. He's listening to us right now. I think he just uh, made a big cut on that new sign he was making. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. hi it Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> he's something. Now your husband? No, nope, boyfriend. Uh, boyfriend. I'm sorry. That's it. Is Is nice. this your first business?
3: This would be my first business. Yes. Wow. Um, I never pictured my first business being. Uh, an ice cream shop, but things work out for the best sometimes, and uh, here we are. I think it's a great idea. I really do. Yeah, it's really come together.
1: It's, especially this year, we've already had so many heat waves. And oh, yeah? where it's located.
3: Oh, yeah. it's perfect. Uh,
1: with the place where Oscar put the sign to, you cannot miss it, going up and down Main Street.
3: Yep, for sure. Strate-
1: strategically placed on that.
3: Yeah, and we actually have been working on another sign for coming okay. in the other way.
1: I have got to pick your brain a little bit, because... I love ice cream, and I've been in retail a long time, mm-hmm. five generations since 1871. Restaurants, st- stuff like that also, too. You had many choices of ice cream. Sure did. Warwick Road I- uh, ice cream right here, Hershey's ice cream, mm-hmm. Gifford's ice cream. Uh, I have two other clients that also have Gifford's ice cream, and I believe that Autumn must have done a taste test. Is that how you decided?
2: <laughs> no, so growing up, um, we actually spent a lot of the summer up in Maine. And up there, I mean, Giffords is from, Maine. it's from Skowhegan?
1: Skowhegan, Maine. Yep.
2: Yeah. and um,
1: My grandfather had a hunting camp up there for years and years.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, really? No yeah. way, that's super cool.
1: I knew there was a connection.
2: Yeah, there, there we there go. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so growing up, like, I always had it. And so when we went to go open up the ice cream shop, you know, honestly, I want to take the credit, but my mom actually was like, you know, you guys really need to look into Giffords. And at first we were like, oh boy, like, how are you even going to get that down here? But there's local distributors that, you know, transplant, you know, they're bearing everything everywhere, which is awesome. And so, for us, it was a no-brainer. I mean, personally, like, I think it's a better ice cream than what some of the local ice creams are. Not that they're bad, but it's just a creamier, it's different.
1: My first thought as a businessman, okay, you've got your initial inventory in there, 23, 25 flavors, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Now, you get a run. You have three hot days in a row, and everybody wants black raspberry. Do you have a backup freezer at your house in the garage? <laughs> well, can, no. you get, can, can you get resupplied very quickly?
2: Um, so honestly, like New England Ice Cream has been incredible with us. They technically you're really only supposed to get you know an ice cream delivery once a week based upon like the delivery routes, but they've really been great about like accommodating our schedule and our get needs. True. So yeah. if we have a busy weekend, they've really been great about coming in and giving us you know like a rush order. You know, but I, there's oh sorry, I noticed
1: too you're very very big on Facebook. Yes, most young. Uh, are uh, very, very astute on social media, uh, really, really updating it every day to keep it fresh. And I notice you've joined that fraternity already. That's going to be one of the keys to it. And you, myself, and your boyfriend have got to insist on one thing. When you read the Facebook posting, please don't just like it, share it. Share it with your friends.
2: Absolutely. It takes one second to click a button, and then so many other people can see it that wouldn't have seen it otherwise.
1: What is this gluten-free? Is that the cone?
2: No. So we have a couple gluten-free options. So like a lot of our um, Giffords is really great about being really allergy conscious. So a lot of the flavors will let you know whether they contain gluten or contain nuts or, you know, anything like that. And so a lot of our flavors are gluten-free flavors. So that way people that have gluten allergies or even intolerances are able to know what the flavor listings are. We don't have a gluten-free cone, but we do have um, our specialty Sunday is called a San Diego Sunday, and it's um, a couple scoops of ice cream, a bunch of toppings, whipped cream, nuts, and a cherry, like the whole works. But it's served on a fresh-made Belgian waffle, and that's where the gluten-free part really comes in because we also have a gluten-free option for that waffle.
1: I also spotted on your Facebook page that new assignment, uh, type of thing that you're going to be doing outside the box. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that a little bit?
2: Yeah, sure. So on Thursday, is it the 23rd? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so on Thursday, the 23rd, we're doing um, a paint your pet night, so um, it's at the ice cream shop, it's socially distance approved, everyone will be, you know, spaced appropriately, the table will be spaced appropriately. Um, to register, it's $45 to register, um, part of the proceeds will go to the Blackstone Animal Shelter to sort of help them with any upkeeps, food, things like that that they need for the animals there. Um, and basically what it is like you'll send over a picture of your animal We'll sketch it for you, and then there'll be individual um, like one-on-one help on how to paint that painting for you
1: Well, wow, that sounds like a fantastic idea. Yeah. Is this going to be a first for the area?
2: Um, no, so we've done them so I have a history of doing like of um, Instructing paint parties, and so we've done a couple other ones in the area. There's um a local dog grooming place called clean companion and blackstone and they've a couple there and things like that but as far as for the ice cream shop it'll be the first one for there
1: can you unveil any other future plans maybe you're thinking about uh, outside the box just a little bit
2: yeah for sure so we actually have some cool ideas brewing um Justin's been kind of working on some ways to maybe build like a, a bicycle um, ice cream stand that maybe we'll be able to go up and down the, yeah, bi- the bike like path. Like a mobile
3: car
1: type thing. Yeah. Didn't you have an ad, didn't you, too? You are going to go to a farmer's market or something?
2: Yep, so we're at the farmer's market in Blackstone every Sunday from 11 to 3. It's at the Daniel's Farmstead.
1: With portable ice cream for We the... do, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, my God, what a great idea.
2: Yeah. We actually just do floats at the farmer's market. Yep. So we do iced coffee floats, decaf and regular um, lemonade floats, and then... We haven't brought root beer floats yet there yet, but it's a possibility it may be at some point.
1: Fantastic. Facebook, San Diego Sundays. Like it. Get on it. Have it checked out. Get on that message messenger comes out every day. And uh, the wheels are turning. I can see right now we've got two or three events going on. Uh, you've added on Mondays now. It's a full seven-day operation mm-hmm. starting at noontime every day.
2: Oh, actually, Monday through Thursday, it's 2 p.m.
1: 2 p.m. Yeah, okay. Friday, Saturday, Sunday is noon. I noticed a grill down there now, too.
2: There is, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all, Justin.
1: You got a light menu on that hot dog? Yeah, hamburgers. so you got
3: hamburgers, hot dogs, grilled cheese, okay. stuff like that. Good walking food coming off the path. Something to spark up the ice cream appetite. License,
1: licensing in Massachusetts. You started with ice cream and then added on the meat products and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, was there any additional classes you had to go to or anything?
3: You just got to be serve, safe, safe, aside for everything, okay. and then um, it really just goes hand in hand. Both the permits are tied together for distributing food.
1: You know, we got one more minute, and I've got to ask you this because I've trained hundreds of people in my life, and usually, it's first impression. I met your two youngsters, uh, younger people that you hired for the store, mm-hmm. and in our last conversation, you said it was the first two that came in.
3: Yep, right off the bat.
1: Yeah. Did you have any previous skills on hiring?
2: Um, So, I do, yeah. So, I have a background, and um, so prior to the ice cream shop, I was the director of an art center up in Lexington, and so I would hire on the teachers or the staff or anything like that, but honestly, like, we're both, we both basically go with our gut, so yeah. it's, a lot of that is just, yes, like, sir. a gut instinct, and it's, and it's how their first reaction was with us, too, like, you know, was that first initial interaction, like, lame, or were they, like, open and bubbly and fun and inviting and, like, made you want to come back to talk to them?
1: Is it going to be seasonal? Or you're just going to cut down the hours when bad weather comes in.
2: So um, we're kind of right now actually we're leaning towards adapting the menu and adapting like what we what we're doing for the colder weather.
1: Coffee and hot chocolate fall. Yeah, material. yeah, because
3: I mean the bike's bath is still going to be getting used right. later in the fall and everything Depending like that. So it's mostly just weather. catering to what people want. Depending yeah. on the weather. And we'll be we'll be transitioning into that. Okay.
2: Ways to keep I, their hands warm.
1: I see the adrenaline going and oh, the smiles yeah. going and mm-hmm. the young entrepreneurs. You can't beat it. I want to thank you very much for coming in. Uh, it's San Diego Sundays, 200 Main Street in Blackstone, Rhode Island. Big sign out of the road, you cannot miss it. You have some of your own parking, or you can travel by hiking, biking, running right to your door.
2: So I have a question. Oh, I guess I'm still can I give a shout-out to Hopi? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right. no, Hi, Hopi. Can't. No, you
1: can't.
3: No,
2: you <laughs> I know can't. she's listening, so I want her to know that I know she's listening.
3: <laughs> that's the real boss of San Diego yeah. Sunday. I'm
2: that's the real I boss. Could,
1: I forgot to get one last thing in. You have a card program? Buy five purchases in the 613?
2: We do, yep. So it's a punch card. So um, the you purchase five ice creams and the six ice cream is
1: free. Fantastic! I used to do that in a bait shop with China's. Mm-hmm. The 12 dozen was free. Yeah, there
3: yeah, you go. And
1: it really works. It really it does. does. People yeah. are looking for a deal. Absolutely. Thank you very much for coming well, to the studio. Yeah, I thank told you it would be fun. Yeah, it was. For it was sure. definitely fun you for sure. Committed. Yeah, I appreciate thank having you. us. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming on. That concludes that part of the show.
3: All right.
1: Okay, the next part of our show is going to be sponsored by Harvest Moon Health Foods over on Route 21 in Putnam. And they're also the proud sponsor of the number nine Brian Tag Late Model. Harvest Moon Health Foods, Route 21, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza in Putnam, Connecticut, 860-928-2352. Healthy foods for a healthy lifestyle, gluten-free products, over a 100 dried herbs, nuts, and seeds, healthy snacks, help your body to reinforce its immune response, hemopathic and herbal allergy relief. We stock quality brand manufacturers, including Against the Grain, Rudy's, Nature's Plus, Vatlines Organic Oils, Food for Life, and so much more. Natural honey and organic coconut sugar, raw milk. Elderberry for flu remedies, consumer-friendly hours on Monday through Wednesday, 10 to 6 p.m., Thursday to Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sundays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. HarvestMoonHealthFoods.net, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza, Putnam, Connecticut, 860-928-2352. Proud sponsor of Brian Tag and the number nine in the late model at Thompson Speedway. Now, Thompson Speedway has announced their partial schedule for the year with the uh, pandemic with Connecticut rules, okay? So they had some practice sections going on up there July 8th and August 5th. Those are the two days for practice at Thompson Speedway. And the two races that they have scheduled right now by Econ Motorsports by Terry Eames is the Bud 150 will continue the tradition on August 19th and the season-ending World Series, October 9th through the 11th, when the Whalen modifies will begin. This continues an 80-year legacy tradition at Thompson Speedway, the oldest asphalt racing automobile track in our country. Cole Custer had quite a weekend, too. We had him on the air. Uh, Right here, I remember clearly, he won his first truck race up in New Hampshire on September 20th, 2014, And I knew Tony, and I knew his father, Joe Custer, who heads up uh, Stuart Haas, and I got a hold of him, and he did his very first radio interview with us right here on the Race Chatter on Monday, September 21st, 2014. Nine Xfinity wins later, and almost a championship last year, and first-time winner at Kentucky Speedway. And... uh, only the first rookie winning in NASCAR's highest level in the last four years. And what an accomplishment in that rocket ship number 41 by Stuart Haas. Beating one of his teammates on that, Kevin Harvick. Boy, I'll tell you, that must have been a hell of a party. I know that family well. But that's going to be brought to you by Angels Collision Service. They are located at 274 Putnam Pike on Route 44, Chepacho, Rhode Island. 401-949-3952. They also sponsor Keith Ballou and their number 10 Monster Mini. Uh, They're open from 8.30 to 5 p.m. Uh, They've also added on windshield replacements, expert color matching. There's no more metal bumpers. Everything's at fascias and vinyl. And, boy, they mix that paint right on the premises with over 25 years of matching paint. They'll work with every insurance company. And uh, what a secured, fenced-in property for your storage, waiting for the appraisers to get out. All fenced in, fully LED lighted at Angels Collision Service. 401 949 3952. And let me see here. We got a little commercial about uh, DMB performance. That was the first part of the show we've got that in so far. And Ralph was just buttoning it up for the day over here at Be Lose Flowers. But they'll be back tomorrow morning right around nine o'clock with annuals, perennials, and they've also got a whole new trail load of wood pellets came in last Wednesday. So if you got that humongous stimulus, check, why not thinking about uh, not procrastinating? Get yourself a pallet of those pellets right now at today's price. Every two or three weeks, stop and we'll keep Ralph in shape. He'll be loading up two or three in your trunk for you. Right there at Be Loose Flowers and Just Because Shop. You know why? It's just because. Because Genie will match up the perfect gift. Whatever your budget allows, they have it right there at Bilu's gift shop. 401-766-3165. Next part of our show, we're going to uh, get some results in here from Manatonic Speedway. They have lucked out and beat the rain gods this year. That wasn't the same thing a couple of years ago when it got rained out four consecutive Saturday nights. But they've got four races under the belt. And it's clearly now there's two hot drivers up there. And one of them, David Greenslet, will be on right around 630 tonight. And I believe if my record serves me correctly, this is four consecutive years. He's been one of the earliest uh, New England our weekly NASCAR race drivers to be on the show because he always starts out with a bang. And you know, at the end of the year, he usually goes home with the hardware, too. All right, we'll get that Monadneck Speedway in there with a full lineup. Uh, ben Byrne from Deerfield, Mass stormed to his first, his uh, second modified victory of the summer Saturday, July 11th at Monadneck Speedway, topping a stout 21 car field at the storied uh, quarter-mile oval. Huge crowd filling the social distance space grandstands to take in the night's huge fireworks display. Also, let's get to those results on that. And uh, thank you, Mrs. Cloutier, for getting all this down to me. And uh, that's Michelle Cloutier up there. Okay, that modified, again, had that outstanding field. Uh, Ben Byrne comes away with the wind. Trevor Blue. I remember years ago, he had the distinction of the youngest modified winner up there at uh, Monadnack Speedway. I don't know if that's been broke yet. Somebody email me in at waynewnrideyahoo.com. See if he's still in the record books for that. Second-generation uh, driver, Rob Ricciardi, who started on the pole, ended up third in that race. Young Matty Kimball, another top five in that 50. His father's a former champion up there, too. Brian Roby, Stuart McCormick, Cameron Hull, Brian Chapman, and Corey Plummer. Let me see where one of our women in racing ended up. The number 99 driver, Kim Rivett, ended up uh, 12th in that race. She's been in all four races of the year. And I believe right now in the current point standings, she sits in the number 8 hole. I haven't seen Alyssa Rivera yet up there this year with the number 5. Maybe a little bit later in the year with the sponsorship. Late model sportsman. This guy has won every race at Monadnock Speedway this year and 18 or 19 in a row up at Claremont. We're talking about the hottest driver in all New England, Aaron Fellows, late model sportsman winner. Justin Littlewood second, Robert Hager, Camden Curtis, Willie Coon, Cole Littlewood, and Scott Beck round out your field at the finish line in the late model sportsman. Street Stocks. And that'll be our guest tonight talking about this big, big win because it was a 50-lap extended race called the Battle of the Belt. This is in conjunction with other New Hampshire tracks uh, tracks for an overall winning. And David comes away with the win again. Uh, He's been running different tracks this year, and he skips other tracks, which may cost him a championship down the line with fewer starts. But we'll see how it all pans out. Maybe he's just going for wins this year. Uh, Tommy Sullivan followed them across, uh, Chris Buffoon Chase, one of the three Chase brothers, Chase uh, Curtis, uh, finishes in, let me see, one, two, three, four, five. Jared Curtis right behind him, uh, Brian Roby, Timmy Wetzel, and Nathan Wenzel in an outstanding field. Troy Waterman came up to Thompson, too, about a 20-car field. Very, very entertaining division, competitive. Women in Racing, Hilary Rinald, at number 88, finished just out of the top 10 with a 12th place finish. Mini stock, Tim he led from pole to checkered. Uh, Nathan Wenzel, Andrew Harmon, Gordon Farnham, uh, Hayden Grenier, Jared Roy, Ethan March. Let me see. The mini stock had exactly 20 cars. Uh, Pure stock was Dave Atkin, Mike Douglas, Cody Sabins, Nolan McClay, J.D. Stockwell, and Jason LeRae. And that looks like an 18-car field. And those are results from week number four at Manadnak Speedway. Like I say, David uh, won the big race up there, the 50 lapper. I think that's two out of four he's won there. And he's won two or three also over at uh, Claremont Speedway, which runs their schedule on Friday night. Uh, Jeff Zutemeyer, from all indications from what I'm hearing from everybody, is doing one fantastic job uh, being the general manager over at Monadnack Speedway, working with the Wrens, with all those fantastic improvements on the NASCAR-approved track uh, right there in Monadnack Speedway. That's Saturday racing at Monadnack Speedway throughout the summer, And then the touring groups come in there. It's a great place, too, to see the NEMA Midgets and NEMA Lights. Seacock Speedway, Monadnex Speedway, the best racing services around for racing of that type of car. Grand Estate Pro Stocks run a good race up there. And the week before, uh, the uh, Modified Series was up there, too, for an outstanding race. Would Craig Glutz come away with the win the following uh, previous week? They're not open today because it's Monday, but they will be there tomorrow. And they're back from vacation. Cereals had their annual vacation at Cereals Pizza Rammer and Restaurant at the Bridgeton Triangle, Church Street, Pasco, uh, 401-568-7187. And Tuesday special, approved by Jeff Gamash right here at WNRI, a large cheese pizza. That's 15 slices of rectangle pizza, only $6 at Cereals Pizza Rammer and Restaurant. What a deal. You know, I would take advantage of that pizza for that price. How about a, a beach party pizza? For six dollars. You could put your own pepperoni on it, your own mushrooms, whatever. And it's just a great summer event type of thing every Tuesday at Cereals Pizza Rammer and Restaurant. Give them a call and they will deliver 401-568-7187. And they also are now allowed by Gina, Queen Gina, to have limited seating in a fine restaurant. They've had all along the pickup and delivery on the pizza side of the building. Green Dragon Comics will be right back next weekend too over on Victory Highway. On the line right now, we have a second scheduled guest of the night, and I believe it's the fourth or fifth consecutive year of the eight years we've been running. We have a sportsman not driver, a real sportsman, hunter and fisherman, and his wife does too. And he also drives at Hot Rod number 20, Dave Grinslade. How are you tonight? Good. How are you, Wayne? What a start of the season you are on again.
0: Yeah, we're, uh, we're definitely rolling this year. Uh, five wins now after Saturday night's win at uh, Monadnock.
1: Okay. So you're working hand-in-hand with Claremont on Friday... Menadnak and now you've got this 50-lap event that's put in in both tracks for additional points and addif- additional moolah?
0: Yeah, the NHS DRA put together this Battle of the Belt last year. Um, last year we didn't run them all. This year we planned on running them all. We won the first one down to Hudson and went to Manadnock with expectations. loose finish in the top three and uh, had a really good car and ended up winning that one too.
1: So you said that Hudson on the Sunday racing, Sunday afternoon, is also part of that program?
0: Yeah, there's uh, four tracks part of it. Uh, Claremont, Lee, uh, Manadnock, and Hudson.
1: Wow, what an impressive program. Now, also, I'd like to announce to our fans over the area, too. I've had a lot of emails about Hudson International Speedway. And uh, they're doing a fantastic job over there. I had the general manager owner on uh, when he took it over. And now it's NASCAR sanctioned, so you can rack up some national points over there, too?
0: Yeah, correct. Uh, All these races we've run so far this year have all been for national points, which has been pretty nice Uh, with some pretty big fields of cars, so you get maximum
1: points for those,
0: which is nice.
1: Boy, that is something. Okay, you start out fantastic again this year right out of the gun. But I noticed you had a little hiccup. Uh, Was it a transmission problem, or rear-end problem with those gears you had on Facebook?
0: Yeah, we blew a set of rear-end gears up at Claremont a couple weeks ago. And uh, luckily, Jimmy Renfrew and those guys keep all that stuff right in stock. They've been a lifesaver this year for us with parts-wise and whatnot to get us back on the track.
1: And then also, Monadnax Speedway, you have uh, Northeast car parts and uh, speed equipment up there. Uh, Shane Hopkins is up there with the 53-footer also, right?
0: Yeah, correct cracks he's in the pits every
1: week too that's been a big help for all the local races up there too with you know on the spot maybe it'll get keep you in the race you very very good service involved okay you've been in this business quite a while now you see the ownership change with the wrens come in and mr zutemeyer and everything else honest opinion better or worse
0: i think it's better in my opinion. Not on- they're, they're working with the racers and trying to make everything even across the four tracks so we can run any night at any track without really having to change anything. Um, that's made it nice because I've run Hudson and a few other tracks that I normally wouldn't have run. Um, Hudson, I've only run twice now, but I feel that place is one of the best around with what Ben's done up there with it and whatnot.
1: Now, well, also on that, uh, you've got the NASCAR sanction for the national points and stuff like that. And also at Menadnak, they also made the investment, uh, new aluminum stands, a nice paved area to walk around. Did was any improvement, uh, improvements done in the pit area?
0: Uh, yeah, they've uh, they've lined all the pits for all of us, and they they just keep making the facilities better and better. Uh, every week you go back, and there's something else that they're doing to make them look better, better for the fans, better for the. Working on the cars
1: and whatnot. Now, with the pandemic going through and stuff like that, it looks like the, the New Hampshire tracks got the real jump on all the other New England states. Uh, to this date, uh, there's no Saturday racing down at Seekonk, and Thompson's limited to two this year. And Stafford only got one in with the rain. And uh, I think Stafford is at 25% seating capacity is what they allowed in Connecticut. How is that working out in New Hampshire? Are you allowed a few more people in the seats up there?
0: Yeah, they're uh, allowing 50% capacity at all the tracks. So you take a track like Claremont, sits, I believe, 7,000. So um, it'd be 3,500 people would still be able to get in the stands there. Um, and Mike Parks is doing an amazing job up there with the facility and whatnot.
1: And they are getting consistently the 3,500?
0: No, no. They haven't got quite that many yet, but... Uh, there's, uh, there's always room for improvement, and we'd love to see new fans up there every week.
1: Uh, maybe you haven't been out of the pits and in with the stands and stuff like that, but my number one thing that I got emails a lot on Wayne Barber's racechatter.blackspot.com is how the tracks are going to handle the concession areas and the bathrooms. Do they allow only so many in at a time into the bathroom?
0: I believe they do. I believe they have people watching for that stuff. And the lines for the concession, they have it marked out for six feet and whatnot like that. So uh, everybody's keeping their social distancing. A couple times I have been in the stands this year, it looks like everybody's put, followed the rules fairly close and uh, it's been pretty nice. Yep.
1: Yeah. I wonder if they're checking uh, body temperature, you know, scanning on the foreheads and stuff when they come in. I'm, j- I'm just curious how they're doing it up there.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure 100% on that.
1: But in your mind, You think they're doing the best possible job that they can to keep everybody safe?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's tough. Uh, I mean, the guys that work on my car and stuff, they're within six feet of me in the pits, but we're within six feet in the garage every day. So it's it's not that big of a deal for us. Um, But most of the crews and stuff are keeping to themselves and pretty cautious about it.
1: Do you go with a fresh crate motor to start the year?
0: No, I am still running the same one I had last year. No um, kidding. Yeah, now these crate motors are pretty bulletproof. Uh, back in 2015, I won a championship at Manhattan. I had eight seasons on my motor. It was, uh, it was still pretty strong.
1: Could you repeat that? Eight seasons on one motor?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, frequent oil changes and change of valve springs every so many races, and uh, that was about it.
1: Boy, that's a fantastic story, I'll tell you. Yeah you know you hear all these nightmares
0: yeah it's one of the great things about the great motors they seem to last and hold up
1: boy what a savings that is how about uh tire wear uh the difference of the tracks from claremont to monadnack to uh the hudson i know hudson's got a new surface right
0: uh no they have not paved hudson they paved the pits there but they didn't pave the track which is good because that place is fun you just slip and slide around there it's almost like a dirt track. Got no grip, but the time I ran the end of that 50 lapper a couple of weeks ago, my right rear was spankered off it. I was just roasting it down the straightaway. <laughs> it
1: sounds like you had a one hell of a day. That must have been wild. Okay, a tire wear between Claremont and Monadnock. Is there one that eats up the tires more than the other?
0: I'd say Monadnock probably eats it up a little bit more. It's a lot rougher and a lot more abrasive surface. Claremont just seems to have a lot more grip than uh, what Monadnock has. This year, it seems like Monadnock's actually lost a little more grip other years, in my opinion.
1: Interesting. I noticed on your schedule you've been jumping around the different tracks, and I think there was either one or two weeks you did not run at Monadnock? Yeah, I
0: missed one week down there. I wasn't planning on running the full season down there. Um, We were pretty much just planning on running Claremont and running the belt races and whatnot. More oh, uh, for
1: more for wins and championships.
0: Yeah, for sure, and just wear and tear and whatnot.
1: And just out of curiosity, a fifty lap belt win—what is that worth to you financially?
0: Uh, so they pay a thousand dollars to win for those wow. race fifty lappers. Yep.
1: That's a nice piece of change.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's very nice. It helps out. I think seconds five hundred, and thirds two fifty or something like that. So yeah. They, uh, they pay us pretty decent for those belt races. An average night, we get $300 to win.
1: So you're pulling in the best cars to try to compete for that $1,000 from four or five tracks?
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. They're, uh, they're pulling in 20-plus cars for each one of those events. It's, uh, and it's the best of the best that's running this, these four tracks that are coming in to race with us.
1: It sounds like you're going to end up with consolation races and everything else as that thing grows.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's, it, it's good. It's a uh, second year of the whole NHS DRA deal, and uh, I, I think it's getting better and better every every year, for sure.
1: Last year, I think it was the Wren family come up with an idea, or maybe it was Claremont, uh, for the price admission ticket at one of the tracks, it entitled you to go to the other track for, for the same price.
0: Yeah, I know they did that between uh, Claremont and Manadnock, and I believe Hudson got in on that deal last year, too, just to try to get some some of the fans that normally wouldn't go to those other tracks to get in the stands at the other tracks to uh, check out the race in there, too.
1: And I think most of them have a policy now, 12 and under, absolutely free.
0: Yeah, I believe so.
1: Yeah. Uh, of, I know- the, of the tracks that you go to, Dave, do they do the same thing that Seacock Speedway is uh, famous for, the meet and greet? Will the people go onto the track and meet the drivers?
0: Uh, Usually all the tracks do that once a year. Um, Of course, this year I don't know how that's going to work with the pandemic and all that stuff. Oh,
1: yeah, that's true. Yeah, because of distancing and everything else. Yeah, they'll probably put that on the back burner this year. But that's a fan favorite also. I've got you on the line, and I follow you on Facebook all the time year-round. And why I introduced you as a sportsman. As you know, the other show we have is The Outdoor Scene. It's the number one show in New England on the outdoors. And uh, I've got to be curious. A couple of years back, you got yourself a black bear to go along with your limit of whitetail. And did you get another bear this year?
0: I did not. I didn't even really get out that much to hunt bear. Um, pretty much just deer hunted, and that was about it for me last year. We uh, ended up buying a new house in October, so I kind of put the, everything on the back burner a little bit.
1: Any salmon or wally fishing?
0: I have not been. I've been so busy racing. I haven't had a chance to <laughs> get yep. out, get out on the boat.
1: Yep. Hey, is there any more talk up there? Uh, I worked with a couple of people in New Hampshire three years ago. A big push to get the trapping season on the bobcats, and we got it approved for fifty for the entire state. And then a day before the season started, the governor changed his mind and pulled it. Has that got more talk going because of the nuisance complaints of the bobcat where maybe the trapping season can come back?
0: I'm not 100% sure, but it definitely would help because there is a lot of them around now.
1: (laughs) There is down here too. They're really exploding down here in southern New England also. I I knew it was going to be a problem up there, especially with the explosion of white-tailed deer that they've adapted uh, on the feed bag. But as of right now, probably no trapping on that. Okay, uh, could you outline your plans for the remainder of this pandemic season?
0: Uh, We're definitely going to run the rest of the races at Claremont. Um, We have a belt race at Lee coming up on August 14th. Um, Then I believe it's uh, late July, first of September, first week of September, I think it's the next belt race at Claremont. Um, and then this coming Friday, we have a 36-lap, $500-to-win race at Claremont and Street Sox, Um that 360 Design Lab put together for us and uh, a few other sponsors. Um, almost every division is actually extra money this week at Claremont.
1: Now, we also won that, the number 20. And that it proves that the green is not unlucky in racing. That's been one of my cliches describing your racing every week on the reports. And Aaron Fellows, what he's got, 19 in a row at Claremont. And I think he's got four in a row now. And they're going to be putting a bounty on him now. And uh, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out with another fellow um, northern New England driver on that. Any plans to go up to uh, uh, Maine for the few racetracks that they have up there?
0: Um, not 100% sure yet. Um, we'll see what the schedule brings, and if we have any open dates, we might bounce around to some other tracks here and there. Um, as of right now, we're just kind of focusing on our championship at Claremont and hopefully trying to lock down this uh, belt championship, too, for the four tracks.
1: I know one thing. You're going to have to hire a carpenter because you're going to need a bigger mantle I mean, already this year, the hardware is a pickup truck load already this year, and we're young into the season here in July. Uh, One other thing, I'll give you a shout-out on that, Uh, whether you have any room left on your car for decals, I don't know, you got a lot of them, and can our fans get in touch with you to join a fan club, or maybe get a hat or a t-shirt from you?
0: Yeah, um, you can check us out on Facebook, uh, it's Greenslip Motorsports on there, Um, we're always on there, and... If any sponsors want to jump on board, we always have room for them. Small you, sponsors, big sponsors.
1: Would you like to acknowledge the ones that are going to carry you now?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Vermont Custom Cabinetry, Rocky Branch Auto, Freedom FX, Backwoods Trophy Outfitters, 360 Design Lab, LFOD Motorsports. And I think that's all of them.
1: And ladies and gentlemen, that's what keeps these guys and gals running every week. If you got a chance to uh, make an investment to uh, help support short track automobile racing in New England, it's very easy. You usually get the person's name and use that social media on Facebook, and you'll usually get some information on that. And anything helps. Anything helps to keep you a tire a week. Uh, A couple of gallons, a couple of tankfuls of gas, it all adds up at the end of the year and keeps everything going. Nobody's in it to make a living, believe me. It's a very expensive hobby, but Dave, you've got a formula. I'll tell you, the last four or five years, you've been on this show the early part of the year because you're the hottest driver, or one of them, every year to come out of the gun. It's really something to see it. And your competition must ha- be very leery of that psychologically you're the guy to beat
0: yeah i mean it's kind of when i first started i never thought i would be like that and be the top top of the top around the area but um i mean it, it's fun for sure my my crew's the one that really should take the credit for it um i have andrew davis working on my car and he's always thinking outside the box i trying new stuff but we'll go out and win a race you'll come back to the shop and change every spring on the car just to try to get it faster.
1: Okay, you've got the competition down three or four tracks up there. Get me up to date and get our listeners, including Crystal and Jim Snape, who are tuned in from down south right now. On this early season, is there a couple of new names that you've noticed racing against that are really emerging as young talent?
0: Uh, you got the Curtis boys uh, from down in Mass there. They're unbelievable. Last year they were wicked fast, and this year they're even faster. They're great to race with, and uh, give a huge shout out to those guys. You get Chris Buffone down in Monadnock. He's he's really coming into it. Um, Tommy O'Sullivan just put a street stock together. Came out from Granite State Series and back into street socks. Uh, there's there's just so many so many good drivers we're running against
1: now. The competition is really good wherever you race, huh? Yeah, very very good. Hey, I'm just curious. What's your day job?
0: Uh, So I work for a company called Geocon. uh, I do shipping for that company and whatnot. And uh, just a regular five-day-a-week guy.
1: (laughs) And are they flexible with you on a Friday to sneak out just a little bit early?
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. They've been great <laughs> great doing
1: that. It's amazing. Everybody has the, uh, you know, regular day jobs during the year to support their love, the sport of automobile racing. So I had to ask you that. I honestly thought you were a mechanic. I really did.
0: No, no, I never took up that field. I used to do property management and all that sort of thing. And then I uh, got working in a warehouse, and it was nice during the winter to be warm and during the summer in the A C so...
1: Well, keep the reports coming. We give a weekly report on Mananac every week. I'll be up there. I think I get it on the schedule three times this year in the remaining part of the year. I'll probably ride up with Shane with that uh, 53-footer one of those nights and uh, keep that segment of the show going when it really gets going here, women in racing, which uh, has really got a loyal following around the country. It's really something. I noticed there's a few less uh, female drivers at Mananac this year. I haven't seen Nancy Muni's name anywhere in the late model. And also Alyssa Rivera in the modified. I haven't seen her name in four weeks. Is there a few yeah. less?
0: Yeah, I know Alyssa's planning on running um, a late model at Claremont this week. Okay. Um, and then you got Hillary Renault that's running the street stock. Yep. Um, she's hmm. she's real close to winning a race here pretty quick. So. Oh really? Yeah, she's she's real fast, and uh, she gets a little luck on her side. She'll end up winning here pretty quick.
1: Well, you heard it here first. Uh, Kimmy's had a lot of mechanical problems in the 99 this year, but she's still eighth in points overall.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's only one uh, one click of good luck. She'll be in victory lane also.
1: Thank you very much, David. You have one of the best days of your life, and uh, good luck on a couple of more championships this year. Uh, Maybe we'll get you on a little bit later in the year, or maybe on the outdoor scene when hunting season starts in, and you can uh, brag about that 12-pointer.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> Thank you, David.
0: Thank you. Have a good one.
1: That was Dave Gridenslick Slick, calling in. And, boy, what a start. He is off, too. You know, I've been watching more cable TV with this pandemic and all this. And I got a real good package uh, of cable TV. And American pickers and storage was keep exploding. Their eyeballs keep rolling uh, like a Christmas tree when they find... Some classic sneakers in the bins and stuff like that. They're a designer statement now. Old Nikes and stuff like that. And we have a destination company that's uh, got going here on Main Street in Woonsocket called the SneakerOutlet.com. And he also has a retail establishment right there. Ranks to Coney Island Wieners, New York Lunch, 10 Main Street, Woonsocket. Check out the website because you'll be blown away by his inventory. He's got a unique business module, five-year plan, you can trade in the sneakers you're wearing for another pair or trade down. He'll work with you on anything. These are very valuable commodities. The sneaker outlet is your one-stop shop for everything from sneakers of old to sneakers of new. On top of the sale of new release sneakers, they also specialize in dead stock he buys up collections all around the country and refurbish sneakers. They also offer proper shoe care and refurbishment treatments, as well as a trade and trade program. We are the plug for shoes at the sneaker or call them locally. 401-648-1242. What a business module he's got down there. And I, I say it's a destination business because when I go down and speak to them, and I'm amazed at the people that are there. Uh, cars from Connecticut, Mass, New Hampshire. They they're hearing about this. You know, it's a fashion statement. Look at the Oscars. What are you wearing this year? And they put the cameras on the shoes. Who's sneaker? It's a fashion statement. And you can get them and so much more at the sneaker outlet right here in the quiet city of One Socket. Like I said, Thompson's going to have two races scheduled. An outside leasing, outside leasing company, Terry Eames, is going to be running that part of their program. But when they are there, some of the tow vehicles on the midfield, you'll see them every year, is uh, Larry's 24-Hour Towing. And they also operate Boroughville Motor Sales right on South Main Street in Pasco. And their phone number 24-7 is 401-568-6286. They've been at that location, three different owners, since 1922. Started out with Studebaker's. Then I went to Pontiac. Now I'm showing my age. Now it's used auto and truck sales and vehicle state inspections by appointment. You know, with the pandemic going on. Uh, Peter, John, Jerry, all of them are ASC certified. And they also have uh, AC service. And I was here the other day and they got a power of Freon. And God struck me dead. I'm glad my name wasn't on that invoice. Expert body work and insurance estimates. They'll work with every company. Morrowville Motor Sales and Larry's 24-Hour Towing. Lockout service. Maybe you just need a surface jump start. The dome light was on. You got your seatbelt caught in the door. Had a few too many. Or you got one of those humongous stimulus checks too. And you buy a motorcycle or car or truck and it's unregistered. How are you going to get it home without getting tagged? Just call Larry's 24-Hour Towing. 401-568-6286. Give them the location. They'll th- I'll tell you whether it's a flatbed, on the hook, special trailer. They're trailer experts at Larry's 24-hour towing. Staff at Speedway 2 got rained out Friday night. I was really sad to see that because they got rocking and rolling with 25% capacity. Rocco won the opener he always has a habit of winning that early race in the year. It was his 58th career win in that SK Modified Division. And I believe at that track, it's 68 overall. I do have a, a sheet on him for all the tracks. But uh, you'll see Northeast race cars and speed equipment. Uh, new owners, uh, Shane and Rainleen Hopkins, bought it from Brad LaFontaine over the winter. And they put on a big uh, addition to Hopkins Brothers Auto Repair at 6 Hill Road in Harrisville to accommodate both businesses now. 401-710-9992. Race car parts supplier and custom fabrication. They will actually build you a race car or a modified or whatever right from the ground up. Chassis setup, Simpson, MSD, Willwood, Moroso, and so much more. Race car parts and service from a career- Long racer, Shane Hopkins, 2010 national champion and the modified rakes, ranks when he was working with Rocco that year. Now, also, they are buying shop. He is really sharpening up the pencil. And that's going to be the key to his success. Bassett Racing Wheels, every size, on sale right now. He even scored a nice supply of Sunoco 5-gallon fuel jugs right now, limited supply on that. And they got a whole pallet in of Spartan SD20 at only $4.99 a can. That and so much more, including sweet manufacturing. The entire catalog, racing and custom and hot rod parks, 15% off anything in the catalog. They ship every day, Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock cutoff time. It'll be on the road. FedEx, UPS, mail. Northeast race cars and speed. Pick up or shipped from Six Hill Road in Harrisville, 401-710-9992. And all of our listeners up in New Hampshire, Vermont, and Maine tonight, 1-800-766-4748. 8-5 to there and at the racetracks with the 53-footer, you know, accordingly around New England. Got to talk a little bit about that Cole custom. What a talent. Now, don't get me wrong. You bring the money with you. You bring the sponsors with you. And, you know, he's got the pedigree. His father, Joe, is very, very big at uh, Stuart Haas Racing. Now, Junior worked with him. Everybody worked for him coming up through the ranks. Uh, Like I say, in 2014, I interviewed him in Victory Lane. And he came on a, a race chatter show Monday night right after that, but with permission that I take it easy on him and stuff like that. Take it easy, and he was a season pro at 16 years old. This kid is phenomenal. I see him. He ended up with a few wins in the Truck Series, and really close, exciting, going for the win in a lot of other races. So he's got the belly on fire. That's what I call a racer like that. Then he jumps up to the Xfinity Series, second highest in NASCAR, <coughs> working with some big, big teams, including JR Motorsports. And I think his final on Wikipedia on that, he ended up with nine career wins in that division. And like a hardening off process, like a hardening off a tomato plant and getting in the racing groove to earn some respect from your peers as you're coming up through the chain. Well, they couldn't hold off any longer. And Kurt Busch, you know, took monster energy with him to uh, go over to Chevrolet. And uh, the spot opened up right for him there with a Ford at the 41, and a fantastic stable that has champions. Tony Stewart, Kevin Harvick. I mean, that is a stable right there. But you still got to do it. I was watching the race, and he's running 14th to 17th. And I'm watching Ryan Priest with the modified experience from Connecticut. I always watch the 37 and 47, you know, because my heart's with them. I've watched them been Modified for years and years. And other personal favorites. And all of a sudden, it caught me off guard. I said, boy, you know, this is Jimmy Johnson's last year. And that, uh, you know, Michelle Lee, number 48, the blue car. (laughs) Michelle's getting a laugh now. And Sherry is, too. But uh, I always uh, get that in there. And I didn't see her name in the results, either. Where are you, Michelle? But... There's so many changing of the God in NASCAR's highest level right now. I checked it in the final 10 from Kentucky. Four of the top 10 were all rookies. And a rookie wins the race. First time in four years in NASCAR's highest level. You talk about a changing of the God. It seemed like when Jeff Gordon retired, it opened it up. Kenseth, you know, he's back now because of what happened by circumstance. But now you've got Jimmy Johnson going out as a seven-time champion. Will he get a win on his farewell tour? We all hope he does. And I still think Malo's made a bad mistake of not staying with him right until the end. Because they were synonymous with each other. I hope everybody enjoyed the race chatter tonight. And we're going to be on tomorrow at 9.05 with the Author's Hour. And we have a special author coming in that's going to talk about romance books Thank you very much for David Grinslet, driver of the number 20 up in New Hampshire, and the new owners and new business people there at San Diego Sundays at 200 Main Street in Blackstone. And I'll tell you, keep an eye on this company because I get a feeling they're in for big things in this area, but maybe even a chamber of commerce. Thank you very much for tuning in, and tomorrow, have the best day of your life.